gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing wonderful. I'm your host, Dr. Daff, and you are listening to a Feminine Impression Podcast. Today, we have a special podcast where we're going to be doing a Q&A from the questions that you ladies have left here on the podcast. I have four questions from four wonderful ladies that I'm going to answer today. So go ahead and sit back, relax, grab something to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. Hello, Dr. Michelle. How are you? I've been dating this guy for about three months. He's been courting me. He's been taking me on dates. Um, We've been on a trip and he's been a perfect gentleman. Um, He does this, you know, the standard paying for everything, paying for the trip. I don't have to lift a finger around him. I don't have to spend a penny, not even a dime. Um, And he always keeps good communication morning and night, throughout the day, every single day. He's a great guy. My question is, when is it a right time to get involved romantically, um, sexually? And also, I want to start, you know, maybe insinuating a gifts or, you know, if asking him to pay for, like, maybe, you know, my pampering. How do I do that? Hello, Jazzy. Thank you so much for your question. That is a great question that I know a lot of ladies really want to understand and know how to be able to get that affection and that reciprocity from a man. And it does sound like you have a really solid man who genuinely cares for you and wants to give you the things that you desire. But I'm sure you want some more information on how to navigate through this. So my first question to you would be, why? Why do you want to be intimate with him? Is it because you are trying to pay him back for the things that he's doing for you? Is it because you genuinely want to have that affectionate relationship with him? What is your motive behind that? That's going to be the first thing that I want you to focus on because that's really what drives your decision is what you want from it. So what is it that you are seeking from him in terms of being affectionate? Now, of course, my answer to that would be a good time is when he tells you that you are the only woman that he's ever going to be affectionate with for the rest of his life. So what I'm getting at is that this requires a commitment from his end. If you're going to be intimate with a man, then there should be a significant commitment to you. Listen, I'm never going to recommend that you just be intimate with any man. The only person that you should be intimate with is a man who has fully committed to you. There is so much that comes out of intimacy in terms of having a sexual relationship where you end up normally losing. There are just too many problems surrounding that for you to be intimate with someone just because you're dating them. So there needs to be a significant commitment. And for me, that means marriage. There needs to be a commitment saying that you are the only woman he is going to be intimate with. Because if he is not, the multitude of problems that can come from that are endless, endless. And you really don't need to experience that. So I would say that there are other ways that you can be intimate or affectionate with him that don't involve having sex with him. You can do things that 
show your gratitude and show your commitment to him and show your dedication to the relationship without going to bed with him. So you can, you know, get creative. As a feminine woman, that's a big part of your essence is your ability to be able to give back after you receive. So if he's taking you on these trips and doing all these great things for you and you're just so appreciative, then tell him, show him how excited you are. Thank him for it. Give him that gratitude that he desires. And then if he's someone who enjoys special things, like maybe you can bake him some cookies or you can make him some brownies or suggest going on a special trip that maybe he's talked about, but he doesn't really feel like pulling the plug on, you can kind of say, hey, let's do this and give him that encouragement, excitement for his life. That is something that is priceless and you can do that with your own nature without opening your body up to him. So that is my recommendation. Now, in terms of wanting gifts from him and wanting him to pay for your grooming services and things of that nature, this is very tricky because men who do this will typically do it for women that they see themselves with forever. They're looking at you as a wife. So this sort of constant investment of your upkeep and of the little things here and there that you may want is because I genuinely see myself with you, not because you're just asking me for it, especially in this day and age. Maybe 20 years ago it was different, but now where men have so much access to social media, they hear what women are saying in terms of wanting to use them for their money. They're seeing all these examples in the media of things. They're a lot more guarded. Even men who are naturally generous are not going to want to feel like they're being taken advantage of. So what that means is that you are inspiring him. If you want something from him, then you are letting him know that you desire it. Not necessarily that you want him to give it to you, but that you desire it. In your day-to-day life, you are expressing the things that you want to do, the places you want to go, and you are excited about it. It's not a transactional, like, you're my man, so you have to pay for me to get my nails done. No. It's more of a, if we're out together and I'm getting my nails done, that him being who he is and caring for you would want to pay for them on his own. And a lot of times what you'll notice is that men who are masculine men, if they're physically with you when you're out somewhere, nine times out of 10, they're going to want to pay for it because they care about you. And Typically, masculine men are generous, so they would want to do that for you anyway. When you start making it like this is what you need to do, that's when you'll start seeing a lot of resistance. And there are men who are generous or romantic in different settings and in different periods of their life, depending on how much money they earn, depending on, you know, they might be saving up for something where they can't afford to do that for you at this particular time, but maybe once they save up for this particular thing for the two of you, they could do more later. Or some men are very generous or romantic um, vacations or on big holidays. They like to go and do big things and buy you great grand gifts, but on the day-to-day, they're not buying you roses and chocolate. And then you'll find other men who 
are very much like that. They're day-to-day -day romantic and they'll spontaneously buy you roses or purchase a handbag for you or tell you to go get your hair done and give you $500. That's what they want to do for you and it's just very sporadic depending on how they're feeling, but it's very day-to-day. -day. So everyone is different and different men are going to express their generosity in different ways. The biggest thing that you can do if you want to inspire that in a man is be someone who he wants to give to. And we want to give to people who make us feel really good when we're around them. People who express gratitude in a way that really is genuine and makes them feel really good about what they did. That's what inspires anyone to continue doing it. So instead of focusing on those things and Obviously, you know, check yourself, check yourself and figure out why you want those things. Are you wanting it because you're seeing all of these posts and people saying that this is a lifestyle to have and your man's buying you this and buying you that? Is that why you want it? Like, would you not even really care until you saw that? Or is it something that you're used to? Maybe everyone you've dated has been this way and you're just expecting it. Like, do you even really want it? Or are you wanting it because you think that that means something? So that's also something that's really important for you to take a look at because you can get yourself upset about things that really wouldn't naturally upset you. They're only upsetting you because you see what someone else has and you want that too. When you are actually genuinely content with what you do have because he sounds like a pretty decent guy <laughs> so that's just my take on that i hope that that helps you and thank you so much for submitting your question for us hi dr daff my name is Kate and I'm leaving you a message because I'm having some cognitive dissonance in my relationship and would like a um, perspective from someone of your education background and the fact that you're also a Christian. Um, my boyfriend is wonderful. He um, is a feminine woman's dream. He puts me first. He protects me. He's faithful. I trust him so much and I love him. My family loves him. My friends from, my, all, from all backgrounds love him. But... Politically, he is um, conservative, and I feel very ashamed about this. Um, I f we're very opposite politically, and in our hot political climate, I'm wondering if it's, it was wrong for me to even begin dating him in the first place. Um, I'm not sure what to do, and I would like some Christian and psychological advice, please, and thank you. Thank you so much for your question, Kate. That's a really good question. It's a very serious question. And I understand why this is conflicting you. It's totally understandable. Now, I don't know if you're still dating this man at this point in time, but I would first like to say that when it comes to politics and different political parties, it's important to know that some of them are more rooted in Christian values than others are. But I don't necessarily know if any of them have ideal Christian values embedded in them fully. So that's important to know. Like you're always gonna have a little bit of this and a little bit of that, even though some parties lean more into the Christian values. So that's that. And also when it comes to conservatives, 
different people are different in terms of how conservative they are, how much they're leaning into some of those objectives. Some people are a little bit more open, open-minded, even though maybe they grew up a certain way. And all of those things are important. The first thing that I would want you to do, because in every situation, it should be the first thing you do, is to pray about it. Pray first and ask for God to open up your mind and open up your heart to be able to understand not only who he is, where he's coming from, but what you need to be gaining out of this experience. Perhaps your eyes are the ones that are not opened in a certain way. Maybe there's something specific that God wants to point your attention to that you haven't considered before. All of these things are important because as humans, we don't necessarily understand everything. There's so much about our lives and our paths and our purpose that God kind of just sprinkles into little situations in our lives. And it's important to seek him to understand why you're experiencing it, what he wants you to gain from it, and what he wants you to really see that you may not be seeing. So first, 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 always pray about it and ask God to show you. Now, in terms of your relationship with this man, he does sound like a pretty decent guy. Again, from the way you described him, he sounds like a very decent man. So I'm happy that you're experiencing that. However, because you have a difference in opinion and a difference in your political parties, your political views, and that can be very jarring and cause a lot of tension if it's something that you're constantly talking about in the relationship. So if it's something that keeps coming up, whether it's because you're going to parties and dinners and these conversations keep coming up and it's rattling you, then yes, that is going to be significant. But for a second here, let's look at the person, okay? Let's look at your particular man. How is he expressing his views? Is he respectful about it? Is he open-minded to hearing other people's thoughts on it? What is your reaction like when he says something or when he views something in a certain way? How are you responding to him? That's also very important. The most important thing in your relationship are the values. The political stance and all that, yes, I mean, it can be important, but what's more important are, do you have the same values? Are your values aligned? Sometimes a person can have a certain perspective on something, but be very disrespectful about the way that they talk about it, the way that they view other people, the way that they view certain systems, whereas others can maybe disagree or dislike it, but they're very respectful in their conversation about it. So that's really going to impact how you feel depending on your relationship. And if you haven't brought these things to his attention at all, if he's totally in the dark about these things and he doesn't know that you're struggling with the way that he conducts himself or the way that he views certain things, then that's also going to be problematic because it's going to be boiling up inside of you. So I really do want you to consider this. And I also want you to consider him him as a person. Okay. You cannot change him. So I know you're trying to figure out whether or not you should have ever started dating him, if you should be with him, but remember that you cannot change people. He is who he is. And there may be certain situations that come up in his life where he has a game changer, something changes and he drastically changes what he wants to align himself with, but you cannot guarantee that. When you're dating someone, you have to take them as who they are. Whatever they're coming in with, that's what you have to expect to be okay with and not think that you're going to be able to change him and change his mind out of that. So are you comfortable with who he is today? 
Are you comfortable with that being who he is forever? That is important for you to consider. And in considering him, it's also important for you to think about him as the man. Why does he agree with these things? What does it say about him? Is there something about his personality? Is there something about his life story? Is there something about his ambitions that drive him to have such strong convictions in certain things? And not in like in a negative way where you're judging him, but in a way where you're seeing the best in him, where you're admiring him perhaps for certain things that he stands strong in. Now, he could be very wrong or wrong in your eyes, depending on what these exact issues are. Or maybe there's something that you need to see and he may be able to open you up to that. So this is a little bit of a tricky situation, but in all things, prayer and seeing him as a man who does have strong convictions in certain things for certain reasons and pulling out the great qualities in him that make him feel so passionate about certain things. Ultimately, as a Christ follower, I would want you and for him to be aligned with whatever political party, whatever initiatives are aligned with the biblical views that is doing your job regardless of what's going on in the world regardless of what the world says you should or shouldn't be into your job as a christ follower is to be aligned with what christ would want for his people and for this world so i hope that helps i hope that you got a little bit more clarity but i know when you pray about it the lord will be able to open up your heart and to be able to speak into you exactly what you should be doing hi so i have a question um, I, uh, I come from a French speaking city and, um, I'm dating someone that doesn't come, that, that lives in an English speaking, um, city and his, and his friends and family live there as well. I would like to, um, have a better, um, vo have a better vocabulary and I want to have confidence to speak even if I have it, an accent or I don't always know how to use my words correctly. How do I be more confident, confident to speak? And how do I um, broaden my vocabulary? Thank you so much for your question, love. Now, first of all, let me say that your English is pretty good. It's pretty good. In terms of your question, if this man that you're dating is someone who was interested in dating you, regardless of what language he speaks, that is enough for you to feel confident that he's interested in you. I know that you want to be able to speak fluently or speak beautifully and confidently in the language that he speaks and that his friends speak and his family speaks. But at the end of the day, when it comes to being a feminine woman, I want you to remember that as important as communication is, most of our communication is not necessarily even with our words. You having your accent and you having the will and the desire 
to be greater than you are is very attractive. Your accent is attractive. That is something that you can play and use to your advantage as a woman. That gives you something a little bit different than everyone else. There is no one on this planet that is like you. You are unique and you are special and you are beautiful. And instead of focusing on how to please him and how to get him to like you more, it's important for you to focus on what you already have. You speak the way that you speak. You learn the English that you want to learn so that you can communicate better with him, but not so that he can fall more in love with you or you can impress him in any kind of way. Use your femininity when you're with him. It's not just what you're saying. It's how you're moving. It's what you're wearing. It's how you smell. It's how you speak to him. It's more about him than it is about you. Is he trying to learn French for you? He should be the one that is putting in the effort to draw you in. As a feminine woman, your confidence is in the fact that he desires you. He wants to date you and that's enough. He gets to be in your presence. He gets to experience you as a person and that's enough. That's where your confidence is in. It's not in how well you can speak English. You can use that time to listen to him, to empower him to be able to fulfill his dreams, to be able to just be yourself and know that that's okay. You don't have to be a perfect reflection of what you think he wants. Clearly, he likes you and that's enough. Now, in terms of answering your question and building up your skills in English, of course, you can take a course in English. There are so many YouTube videos that can teach you how to speak in English. You can watch English movies and most of all, have conversations with people in English just to practice speaking. Because I know sometimes that can be kind of difficult if you're not actually practicing it with someone to be able to pick up on your mistakes with any verbs and things of that nature. But think about it. Did he tell you that he had a problem with your English speaking? Or is it you just kind of wanting to conform to this ideal? It's fine for you to be yourself with your French accent and be the beautiful, unique woman that you are. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a virtual counseling service where you can schedule phone or video sessions. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It is a worldwide service and can help you in areas such as depression, anxiety, anger, trauma, and other concerns. Everything that you share is confidential, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials on their website daily. And note, this is not a crisis hotline. I want you to live a life where you're full of happiness and hope today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com feminine. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash feminine. Hi, Dr. Michelle. My name is Crystal Guthrie. I am curious. So after you use your femininity um, to get into a relationship. How do you um, 
continue to be like a feminine girlfriend. I know that you continue to use the tips and, and tricks that you've taught us. Well, not tricks, but tips that you've uh, taught us. But um, how do you continue to be feminine? So, for example, if I want to offer to make him dinner or offer, um, you know, how do you love versus, you know, giving instead of receiving? Like, I want to love on him, but I don't want it to be considered like giving and in a masculine nature versus like receiving. I hope that makes sense. Um, I mainly want to reciprocate his giving without you know, losing my femininity. Thank you. Thank you for your wonderful question, Crystal. I completely understand that you want to be a beautiful feminine woman in your relationship, but still show him how much you care for him and be able to receive as well as give. And I understand that. So what I would recommend that you do is to not focus on having to reciprocate. That's one of the most important things about being a feminine woman is that you're doing things because you want to. You're inspired to by his actions, by your role in the relationship. It's a joy to. And it does sound like you genuinely want to do this. So it's a great thing. But make sure that it doesn't ever become a tit for tat, a he did this for me, so now I need to repay him and do something for him. And in doing that, you're recognizing that as his masculine energy is giving you things, you're receiving them in a very feminine way. So I have a video where we talked about how to receive and how to show gratitude as a feminine woman. And that involves you, number one, being genuine, being genuinely grateful for what he's done, thinking about you, his leadership, his his thought process, just everything that went into whatever he did for you, being truly grateful for it and showing it. Now, that depends on your personality. You can be someone who's very exuberant and yay, jumps up and gives him a hug. You can be someone who's a little bit more reserved, but you know, you thank him in your own way. And depending on if you're married, there might be certain other ways that you may like to thank your man. It all depends on you, but it shouldn't ever be you are doing what he's doing or you are trying to outdo him and give him more than he gave you. And it doesn't have to be every single thing he's doing you are trying to reciprocate. Honestly, the genuine gratitude is going to go a long way. And in the relationship, if you're with a masculine man, he's going to be doing things for you every chance he gets. And it really will be about you being able to recognize what he's doing. I think that's where we sometimes get stuck is that we're not able to see it. You may think that it's something really minor and it doesn't really require acknowledgement or thank you, but that goes a really long way. And the more you do it, the more it inspires him to think about ways that he can improve his life for you, your life together if you're married, and just advance in life. And it's a powerful thing that is truly priceless. So as a feminine woman, when you are giving, because you are going to be giving, but you're giving back in a sense, you're giving back what he gave you. And it's beautifully illustrated when we talk about like giving birth, right? When a man impregnates a woman, you know, he's giving 
the seed. You're receiving from him. You are the receiver. He's giving, you're receiving, but then you're producing the baby. You're giving back what he gave you. So essentially that's what you're doing. You're giving back what he gave you, but it doesn't have to always be, and it shouldn't be outdoing him. It really should always be something where he knows like, I baked these cookies because you put together my table for me. You did such an amazing job. Thank you so much. This is for your hard work. You know, it could be something really small. I saw a post today where this woman was pregnant and she was probably about seven months pregnant. Her stomach was pretty big protruding out and she was talking about how she couldn't shave her legs anymore. So her husband was now responsible for shaving her legs for her. And she said that, you know, she bought him some donuts and thanked him for doing this task for her and obviously reminded him that she's going to be giving him a whole baby. But thank you for helping me out. And it's just small stuff like that. Like she can't repay him for the time and possible turmoil he's going to experience by shaving her legs every other day. But he feels good knowing that she appreciates it, even if it's just minor little things like food and compliments. And compliments go a very long way. So again, you don't have to do much. That is a really good way. But if you know that he likes certain things, then you can give him those things as a thank you. It just doesn't have to be something you were trying to figure out every day. You were rattling your brain thinking, okay, what can I do for him today? What can I do for him now? He did this thing for me. How can I repay him? How can I show him that I'm worthy, that I'm the one he should be with? How can I keep him? That is the attitude that you want to stray away from because that's not what's going to keep him. What's going to keep him around is knowing that you genuinely love spending time with him, that you are available for him, and that you appreciate every single thing he does for you. So essentially, you're staying away from things like complaining and getting into unnecessary arguments and debates. So you're making the relationship easier by your choices, by your behavior, and you're just allowing it to flow with your presence. He wants to come talk to you. You're not acting like he's getting on your nerves, that he wants all this time from you. Like You're available. You're open. You're happy to have him in your life. Those are the things that are going to ignite him and inspire him and make him happy to be in the relationship with you. So I hope that helps. And I thank you so much for leaving this wonderful question. And I hope that it helps all of you other ladies out there who are listening. That's it for today, ladies. I appreciate every single one of you who have left questions on the podcast for me to answer. There are all wonderful questions that everyone can take something from. And if you have a question that you want to leave me, then click on the link to leave me a voice message on Anchor, and I'll be sure to answer your question. It's so important that whenever you have something that's on your mind, if you have a burning question that you're trying to just figure out and you need assistance with it, that you always, always always start with prayer. It is necessary for you to seek God for answers to everything pertaining you. You can always get them from other people, but nothing is going to be as solid and as perfect for you as direction that comes directly from the Lord. And that can be shared through other people, but you won't necessarily know unless you take the time to pray first. And like I always say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things 
shall be added on to you. I thank each and every one of you ladies for listening to this podcast. Thank you for your support here. Thank you for following me on my Instagram page, A Feminine Impression, and on my YouTube channel, Dr. Michelle Daff. I love each and every one of you, and I have so much new content coming soon. I am so excited. I hope that you all have a beautiful day, and until next time, in all things you do, make a feminine impression. This is your host, Dr. Daff. Until next time, my loves. Bye-bye. Thank you.